This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com. listeners i'm Allie, and this is quad pro quo as always i'm joined by my three co-hosts tammy hello matt hello there and guido hello we are a film podcast inspired by the quid pro quo scene in silence of the lambs each month we pick a theme and each week one of us picks a movie that falls within that theme and we are in the final week of swifty x's month so i did tom hiddleston and crimson peak i did harry styles in dunkirk phrasing I did Joe Alwyn and The Favorite. And this week will be Guido's pick. And then at the end of the episode, we will rank all four movies. And do, do we have both of our Swifty friends choice of boyfriend ranking? I think I have staffs. Do we have Julia's by any chance? Oh, I might have both. I'll have to look. I'll look. But we will definitely rank the movies. Um, do we rank the boyfriends or do we not know enough? About I don't know the enough about them, I feel like. Or how they treated the Tay-Tay. So I'm not sure. But also, All I know is, from what I hear, uh, when it comes to the boyfriends, I mean, not to get too into it right now, but um, well, this guy over here has got an uphill got battle. battle. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm not here to win that category, okay. I guess. But before we get to your pick, Guido, um, obviously the Oscars are very quickly approaching, and so I thought we'd just uh, run through the Best Picture nominees. When does it air? Uh, I think it's like March 11th or something like that. Okay. So this year, nominee for Best Picture, uh, The Holdovers, which Paul Giamatti is also nominated for Best Actor, American Fiction, Zone of Interest, Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, Yorgos Lanthimos. Oh, it's just Yorgos It's Yorgos Lanthimos. Past Lives, Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro, and Killers of the Flower Moon. I have only seen two of these movies. I could watch The Holdovers before. Yeah, that is available on Peacock, I think. Yeah, it's on Peacock. Because you have to go to the movies. Those are all really strong movies. They are all really... uh, Does anyone have a... a, I mean, if I have to guess, I would would say Oppenheimer's probably going to win. Anyone else have a a feeling either way about any of these movies? We could watch... Oh, we can't watch Maestro anymore because we don't have Netflix. (laughs) Well, oh, I guess can we can watch Maestro. We, we it's on can, Netflix. We can okay. go. We can go next door and watch it at Tammy and Guido's house. I don't have house. any desire. No, to um, watch Maestro. No, it's Oscar bait. We're watching it. No, because um, the nose play. The nose you know, plays. The shout, nose plays. Shout out well, he, to the shout out that nose. Shout oh. out to the Deluxe well. Edition Network because uh, several of our other fellow podcasts have done Oscar stuff like Spoil My Movie. Oh yeah, they them. do great Oscar. They, uh, they did stuff. an Oscar thing and and they were talking about it in the group chat and they were talking about Maestro and all I said was I'm like, nah, I'm good. I've seen Bradley Cooper try to suck his own dick via film yeah, in exactly. A Star is Born. Yeah. I don't oh, need, I thought it was limitless. I don't need to oh. <laughs> I don't need to see it again because at least A Star is Born had Lady Gaga in that harrowing tale where she had to play a struggling musician trying to become a pop star. It was so hard for her. All right. It's been done. This is the fourth time. I know, fourth I time. know. But of course, no no disrespect to Carrie Mulligan, but I was like I love Carrie Mulligan. I'm like, I no, I can't I can't watch Bradley Cooper do that again. All right. I just doesn't really Aww. interest I don't Especially, especially since really he has care. that he has that enough. nose prosthetic, so he's also trying to tickle his own ass while he's sucking himself off. Right. I like Bradley Cooper. I like Bradley Cooper, and I think he's a great actor, and I think he's come a long way. I just don't have any interest in learning about 
I always want to say Leonard Cohen. I know it's not Leonard Cohen. Leonard, Leonard, Ber- Leonard Bernstein. Bernstein. Anyone else? I mean, like I said, I, I think it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Oppenheimer. The, I mean, the only thing that could take it, in my opinion, would maybe be the holdovers because yeah. uh, Hollywood loves Alexander Payne. I I do well, think I think Paul Giamatti's gonna steal it from your Killian Murphy. I don't yeah. think Killian Murphy's getting the Oscar. Listen, I don't think Barbie's <laughs> getting enough. He got the enough. Academy Award, right? He got the Academy Award, right? No, the That's Academy. What we're talking about, yeah, we're talking. Or no, the what the what was the other one we just he, watched? He got the. Okay, so it's 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 tough with with the Golden Globes because Oppenheimer <clears throat> is uh, drama and the Holdovers is actually considered comedy or musical. Oh. But Paul Giamatti won the SAG, um, right? The SAGs haven't happened yet. Oh. He won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Actor. Okay. You can't go by the BAFTAs because the BAFTAs are going to skew heavy British. So Killian will probably win that because he's, well, technically he's Irish, but. From um, over there. He's from over there. Over uh, there. You said, you said what we watched, the Hollywood Foreign Press. The Hollywood, Fo- the, the Hollywood Foreign Press is the Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we watched a couple So of I would say ago. we have to see what who wins the SAG, but I, I do think Paul Giamatti is going to take Best Actor just because he's been around for so long. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it just based off his merit in that movie, but... You're saying I, it's a career one like Jeff Bridges? I think it's... Well, this is also like... You know, he didn't win for Sideways, and that was another Alexander Payne movie, and a lot of people thought he should have won for Sideways, and yeah, I just think he's going to take it from Killian. I don't know. Well, we didn't see... We didn't, all of yeah. the movies, so it's hard to say for, because that the the French movie, the French director for the Fall. Oh, the Anatomy of a Fall. Yeah, she won a lot, and the by the Hollywood Foreign Press too. She's nominated for Best Director. Yeah, I'm not saying that movie is. It, I don't. I don't know much about that movie, but it sounded boring AF. I, I've heard it's actually really. I kind of want to watch it, but I also just feel like I okay. Mean, so we're only allowed to nominate one woman in the category. Is that why Greta got the fucking shaft for Barbie? She got. She, she did. It's too many women. And someone, please explain to me why Barbie is adapted screenplay. Someone explain it to me. What? Someone explain it because they want it to go up against Oppenheimer, like you said. Yeah. They, they want a head they, to head again. They, they literally want Barbenheimer at the awards. Why they, Why is it adapted screenplay? Because it's based off of toys. That's so stupid. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. Sounds I, pretty thin. It, but, but what do toys have to do with a screenplay? Because, because it's not original thought. Because like remem- Greta didn't invent Barbie. Because remember, it is based off of Barbie lore. In the Barbenomicon, we discussed this before. Do they also wear lizard suits? Lizard costumes? No, they wear dark cloaks and they worship at the Barbenomicon. We all worship Kebab Cthulhu. We can all debate till the cows come home. No, it's true. Barbie being a facade. And and I'm not trying to sound like, please. Like a man? Yeah, I'm not trying to come off as condescending. Borther? But like, but like, hell yeah, Border. Hell yeah, Border. You are Deb Knuff. just needs to know her place. You are Knuff. Like when we saw Lady Bird, I didn't think that I would like Lady Bird. But you did. But I loved Lady Bird. I know. And Greta Gerwig is an amazing director. And what she did with Lady Bird, I feel like she did with Barbie. Yes. And she should have been nominated. I, I do agree with that. I personally think... Margot, I'm sorry, could get hit or miss, but since she also like produced the movie and everything like that, if they... If, if it wins Best Picture, if somehow, she gets an Oscar. Yeah, she gets an Oscar somehow there. Good for her. I think Barbie has my favorite line this year. <laughs> when the Barbies turn into like stereotypical like Barbies or whatever, and the one says, like, I'm suddenly I'm suddenly heavily heavily invested in the Zack Snyder cut of the Justice, Justice League. League. The Just, I'm suddenly suddenly very invested in the Snyder cut of the Justice League. I just think that's like the <laughs> fun I think anytime 
But you want to just make fun of like a man? All you have to do is be like, "Oh, do you like the Snyder cut?" Like this is all. They, we saw enough. We were watching another movie where they brought up the Snyder cut of Justice League the other day. We were watching something. I forget. Yeah, yeah. it was a big nothing burger. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but also I gotta say it, Ryan Gosling for me. While I thought the movie was great, he was the best part. Dude, he's literally you. And yes, I know it explains the patriarchy or it's the patriarchy right there. But I thought he was hilarious. He and, is hilarious. But and, I don't know if anyone else would have done the would have. I don't know if it's just be, I don't know if it, it's because it's well written. So it's a well written movie written by a woman, because I guarantee if you swapped out Ryan Gosling for Ryan Reynolds, it would be the exact same performance. No, no. Because Ryan, Ryan, no, Ryan, Re- no Ryan Reynolds would have been fucking annoying. I do. Yeah, think I, Ken is annoying in that movie ryan no, is I not Kenuff. he's okay? not Kenuff. no i think ryan reynolds would have been too goofy or too smarmy and like yeah. you just basically would be seeing deadpool in a yes. speedo i know i don't know but like i don't know but the, well, but, he's not going to win. RDJ is going to win. Your RDJ yes. is finally going to get his Oscar. Yes. As much as I was just sitting there bashing Swifties and bashing Snyder bros, I am a Nolan bro. You guys saw it. I came upstairs when you guys were watching the Golden Globes, and I literally saw Christopher Nolan win. And I was like, yes! If he didn't win for Dunkirk, hopefully he finally wins for this. I think he'll win. I do. All right. Well, speaking of psycho white men, Guido. (laughs) Um, Look, I'm right here. (laughs) Guido, please tell us your movie for Swifty X's month. All right, shitballs. Hold on to your dicks. Oh, God. Nightcrawler came out in 2014, and it was written and directed by Dan Gilroy. Cool. Who you may remember from... This? This? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Excuse me, sir. I'm looking for a job. I'm a hard worker. I set high goals. My motto is, if you want to win the lottery, you have to make the money to buy a ticket. So what do you say? I could start tomorrow, or even why not tonight? No. I'm not hiring. Go around, get a shot inside the car. Hey, back away. I got it, I'm back, I'm back. Will this be on television? Morning news, if it bleeds, it leads. Are you currently hiring? It stars uh, Jake and Jill as Lou Bloom, uh, Renee Russo as Nina, Riz Ahmed as Rick, and Bill Paxton as Joe Loader. Those are the most notable. So, have any of you seen this before, and what did you think about the pick? Tammy? You did show me this movie before, and after, like, the first five or ten minutes, I'm like, oh, this is that really fucked up Jake Gyllenhaal movie. (laughs) I remember this. Okay. (coughs) And that's what I thought, literally out loud. Matt? Yes. I did see this movie before. I saw it several years ago when Allison introduced me to this movie and told me that I needed to watch it. Are you being Jake Gyllenhaal right now? (laughs) What happened was I watched this movie and I saw this movie and I saw Jake Gyllenhaal in it and I was like, holy shit, this movie is really fun to watch. And then it just made me want, when you picked it, I was like, holy crap, I have to watch this movie again. And and, I have to get it on film. And I have to do this. I am really looking forward to talking about this movie. Oh my God. He's got this weird like Asperger's glare now. So creepy. He's got a little touch of the tism. And I really want you guys to talk about 
hopefully we can discuss what the stuff in the bedroom was that he wanted Rene Russo to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. And Allie? Um, I saw this movie on a first date. There was not a second. <laughs> I hadn't seen it since that date, but I remember being very uh, affected by it. So I was uh, very excited to watch and it And then again. you pushed it off on me. Jesus, well, tap dancing Well, if we Christ. have learned anything from our relationship, we know that I make you watch fucked up shit. Could be worse. Could be Donnie Darko, dude. Ugh, I hate Donnie Darko. Maybe Look, no. Why maybe. don't you tell the story again about how I made you watch Gone Girl on like our third date and you were terrified that I was going to kill you in the middle of the night? I mean, <laughs> no, I'd rather talk about how you, made, yeah, how you made me watch Tusk on, <laughs> on our fourth date. That's, a, that's movie crime. Yeah. Oh, um. So I was, I was, uh, I was excited because um, a, 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 it affected me greatly, and also I love a, I love a skinny Gyllenhaal. Ugh. Ooh. She talks about it. The whole time. He's definitely malnourished in this movie. I like it. Okay. Mm-mm. All right. Or do you want to talk about the Taylor of it at first uh, or the I, movie of it first? I'll give you the Taylor T at the end. Yeah. Okay. Then tell us about it. Okay. Nightcrawler. Because from what I hear, this is a big one. This is a big one. This is a big deal. This is a big one. This is a big deal for He it may or may not be a motherfucker. Oh. So he uh, literally has a 10 minute song about <laughs> him, apparently. It's wild. So it starts out with a nice L.A. evening, all right? Uh, Lou is telling, or he's stealing copper uh, from a lot near a train station, like a good crackhead, uh, but he looks thin, he looks mentally ill, malnourished. Lou is uh, Jake But definitely more, yeah, definitely more mentally ill than physically, okay? Um, and he's caught by security, uh, and as he approaches security with his ID, he notices that the guard is wearing a Breitling chronograph wristwatch, uh, I'd say about five G's. Nice. So you know he's trying to sell him scrap like copper. Basically, oh yeah, he's that stealing he stole. copper. Right. Yeah. He's stealing. It- he's stealing scrap. But so he jumps the security guard for his watch. But he uh, also ju- he also jumps him because he's like it's a security guard, not a cop. Because the guy's like he's acting like a cop. Okay. And then he sees the watch and he's like, yeah, you're private security. I can fuck you up and I'm gonna steal your watch. Right. It's like there's no backup coming. Yeah, not only does he scrap, but he is scrappy. He goes for a nice drive in L.A., uh, no traffic at night. Go fucking figure. So he's got a piece of shit car. He sees Corvettes uh, through the window. He sees successful people. He's got once. Okay, it's very clear. He's looking around. He sees the glitz, the glamour, and he, want, he wants a piece. So Marco Rodriguez, he runs a scrapyard, okay? So, and he doesn't want to give... Lou? Right, he doesn't want to give Lou... Uh, a job. He doesn't want to give him a good price for his scrap, you know. And then he pitches himself to get it to get a job and, and try to, not even an internship. And and you know, Marco Rodriguez is is just like I, I don't hire thieving pieces of shit. But then Lou he lights up and goes. He almost respects that. He understands that. He could work with that. And it just kind of like you could see his mind just break away from it and just on just onto the next thing. It's very Rain Man. He's a sociopath, basically. <laughs> yeah, I was the gonna, fine line between genius and insanity. I was going to say toes, he toes that line. <laughs> he he's even got the hair for it. He's he's a poor man's Patrick Bateman. Would you Ooh. would you even oh. say like he's a man at the end of his rope? He's it's like feast or famine. No, he, I don't think he's at the end of his rope. I mean, he's scrappy. He's he's, he's, he's doing he's, what he needs to do to survive. He's doing what he needs to do. Yeah. But he's also, I feel like he's just like a junkie, but not by like a conventional sense. Yeah. I think he used yeah. to be homeless well, this, and he's worked himself up up to this far. It, it's it's kind of like an addict. Like he mm-hmm. is, he 
he looks like looks an addict like an addict but like he gets rewarded with either money or with jobs or with a claim yeah you know etc he gets hot a high off of that his endorphins are like oh i need more i need more i need more and then it becomes an obsession so on his way home he sees an accident on the highway and a van pulls up uh to the scene and bill paxton pops out to film the fire and the crash and the cops pulling the driver out of the wreck. Does Heroes, he say game over, man? No, no. But he's there man. to record the carnage, the violence. And uh, Jake is intrigued, okay? He's all thin man inspired, right? So uh, Bill uh, won't give him a job. Uh, and he hears a radio. He hears a call on the radio. That there's another accident down the road. So they get a boogie. I'm just going to call him Jake. So annoying. I don't want to call him Lou. doesn't look like a Lou. He Silly doesn't really. Yeah, when, no. you hear, when I hear Lou, I think, you know, I think of Lou Ferrigno, so. Well, just his whole name. I don't know why it sounds. I, I feel like I'm thinking of, like. Lou Bloom. It sounds like an old cub reporter, like, see, I'm Lou Bloom. Or I'm like that. Lou. And he used to say he didn't make it up. Cub reporter yeah, for the yes, Who's to say this? That it's How not do we even a, yeah. know that's really his name? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a fucking fake yeah, name. Yeah, for all it we sounds know. Like, it sounds like something out of like the producers. Like, I'm Lou Bloom, and I'm going to produce your musical. Like, like, I don't for know. For all it's just we know, name. his real name is Yorgos Lanthimos. <gasps> it's Yorgos Lanthimos. Amazing. 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 So, uh, <laughs> later <laughs> later in the evening, like it, it's turned to morning, okay? Same, same day, right? Well, I guess technically next day. Yeah, okay. Fuck it. It's six o'clock in the morning. Uh, and he's checking the news coverage, and he thinks, uh, and he, and he sees the accident that he was just at earlier that evening, and he's he's thinking, you know, I I could do this. He's, Wheels are turning. Yeah, you Ideas can see him are thinking. Coming. So because he's a morally bankrupt scumbag, uh, he's <laughs> so L.A. Right. So he, he's going to uh, record accidents. Uh, so he needs money for gear. So he steals an expensive bike from Venice Beach. Uh, he pawns the bike uh, to get eight honey and store credit uh, to get a handy cam and a police scanner. That, that's that's his start. That's a okay? starter kit, man. Yep. He heads out to his first job and is immediately threatened by uh, police for interfering in an investigation. The next site he gets to close and is thrown off by more cops. Third stop, he's too late and gets too close to the action, making cops push him and the competition away. Ooh, and uh, they were mad. Bill he, Paxton's yeah. pissed. This, no, no, it wasn't, wasn't, it Bill. wasn't Bill Paxton. It was, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, the other guy calls uh, to sell the footage, and Jake's walking behind him, listening the entire right. time. So close. So close. Right? And he's just like, okay, so he's trying to, he figures out, okay, that's how you get rid of the footage. It's kind of, you, you set your rates. He heard this guy set his rates. And this guy turns around and is like, are you fucking kidding me? And then it moves on. From he there. he was like like the one guy was like the guy at the one urinal, and Jake Gyllenhaal is the guy. There's literally like three empty urinals, and he comes right next to you, and he goes to the urinal next to him and like leans into him. Basically, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, that there, guy definitely kisses his dad on the mouth. Like that? They, they pull their pants <laughs> yeah. all the way down at the urinal too. <laughs> like they, no. they get bare cheeks. Wait. Bare cheeks. Did you not know? They like a draft. That they can't pee without it. That's not true. No one does. Have you ever been in a men's room? That's how you assert. I mean, I have. That's how you (laughs) assert dominance. You go to so confident. You you go to the urinal and you drop them all the way down. Four year old. Listen. Sometimes there isn't even 
a, a bank of urinals. It's just a piss trough that you've got to go hip to hip. And some dudes pull their pants down to their fucking ankles like they haven't progressed mentally past the age of four. And they're... and. And they expect no one. To, they expect no one to just be like. We have questions. We have questions. When they drop their their pants to the to the floor. Yeah. Are, is there a small hope in their in their in their mind that I maybe know, the I person next to them will reach over and hand jobby? They're no. peeing. No. Well, when they're done. So. Uh, and then they. Your blinders over? are on. Look okay. at your you you are looking at me like I am a psycho. You are talking about dropping your pants to the ground to take a piss. To assert dominance. That would make everybody move away from you. <laughs> yes. Tammy, question. They're not even going to be able to. So when people do that, then you know whether they go commando or not. Have you experienced this? Do oh, they I've done often? It. You've done it? Oh, hell yeah. You've dropped your pants all the way to the ground yep. at a urinal. Yep. Have you? No. Oh. I'm an adult. This is so embarrassing right now. I'm a crazy I'm Tammy, a crazy Tammy, person. Another question, another question, Tammy. So when women go into the bathroom and we see, you don't you know, have urinals. We make eye contact. We say, "Oh hi!" Like if you're at work Disgusting. or whatever. So we'll talk when we're in the stalls well, with one another. You play battleships? No, we don't play battleships. We're just peeing. And there's some there's some etiquette. Like, what do you, you what do you to, do? You pass you, the gray poupon. You have to figure out. Do you have a square to spare? A talker while they pee, or if it's like a private time, but. Many a time, if it's a close friend, you just talk. Yeah. So I was wondering if that is the same yeah, do you type guys talk? of etiquette at the urinals. You know what? There absolutely is etiquette. When you are peeing, I don't know if you've experienced this, but like you are forcing a lot out of, uh, you know, a uh, you know smaller hole, right? Yes, so that's there's what a we jet do stream. as well. Okay, great. So uh, sometimes you fart. Okay, and it is expected. <laughs> it is expected that if you fart, the other if guy, you fart, the other guy's got to laugh. The other guy has to fucking laugh. And if you don't, then it's fucked up. Why are you, you farting? Why? Where are you supposed to fart, Allie? It's well, a fucking bathroom. Sometimes, but why? Why is you peeing making you fart? Because I'm trying to I'm trying to squeeze my pee. Get, out. Sometimes you got to push the pee out, and then the farts come out. Too. All right, pretend you have a prostate. This is what okay. happens when gentlemen get older. Dudes do not talk at the urinal when they're pissing next to each other. No. There's only two things that you can say to another dude. Nice while... dick. Nice dick. No, no, no. no. There Water's only... cold. No, there are only two things that you can say while a man is next to you pissing while you're pissing. You either say fucking Slayer or you go E-A-G-L-E-S. Oh, Literally, I've been it's to true. so many Eagles games and be Phillies games. Any It'll other, still happen. any other time, everybody's like silent as a church. They're like, I'm standing here, I'm pissing, but they're all sitting over there going, "Hey, E," and then I gotta go, "A," hey. and oh, the other guy wow. goes, "G." Like that? Well, <laughs> it's yeah. like, hey, hey, G. but oh I'm I'm trying God. to focus on not pissing on myself. Like I got, you know, I'm not trying to spell. All right, I'll I'll yell Slayer. Oh, back move, to the thing. Move past the pee play. Okay, Continue so with Nightcrawler. <coughs> Lou tries to <laughs> sell play, his AKA footage. Nightcrawler. Pee play, aka Nightcrawler. Jake tries to sell his footage in person uh, at the studio. He realizes that he's he's pretty close to success. He's close to money, right? You can see his eyes brighten up a little bit. Bulging. Um, he has no choice. He's thin. <laughs> Nina is uh, spicing up some footage with crying baby B roll. Uh, as Lou comes in, Jake. She looks phenomenal. She's looking good. She's married to the director. 
She's oh. married to Dan Gilroy. Well, that's really? That's why she's in yeah. this movie. And Good also, for him. She's also in Velvet Buzzsaw, right? I don't know. Renee Russo? Oh, yes. Yeah. She's in Velvet Buzzsaw. And that's, that's Dan Gilroy. I like, well. And I, I wanted to do that movie, but this this one's uh, more of a crowd pleaser. Good. Yeah. Good for him. She looks great. She always looks great. I know, but Looking she's good. She looks great. I would love to rename Russo. It's like her. her and Michelle Pfeiffer are like doing sixty right. Well, those and, two oh women God, are yeah. are flawless. And she holds herself in this movie. She's fierce. Dude, this she, character is fierce. She is, to use a word from our last episode, a cunt, and I love it. She well, is. She has cunty energy. She's she's a no. fucking winner. She's, she's okay. awesome. She's and she's a doer. She's both boss bitch and bitch boss. Oh yeah. Can't say to her you'd start a fire. All right. So Nina makes sure um, she she's interested in what he has. Okay. So because uh, he's got that bloody shit. He's if it bleeds, it leads. Exactly. So you know she realizes that it's better. Than the competition, it's closer than the competition. So she makes sure that uh, that they can show it on TV. Uh, she's told they're eating breakfast right now. Are you sure you want to show that? She's like, absolutely. It, if it bleeds, it leads. Violence sells. Does she actually say that? If it bleeds, it leads. No, that's no. from that similar movie, Fifteen Minutes or something, with uh, with um, Robert De Niro oh, and, okay, okay, and yeah. uh, Edward Furlong. And Kelsey Grammer was the one that said that in that movie. Gotcha. I Same think, vibe. No, I think Renee Russo is also in I that think movie. She is too. Oh, yes. Shit. She's a producer in that too. Good maybe for her, her. Maybe her contract expired at the movie at the TV station in that movie, and then she moved to LA and became. That's a prequel they to did Nightcrawler. They say that she hops from job to job in the Nightcrawler, and she's all she's Every also from years. Philly in that. So. Uh, he gets paid 250 bucks and gets an exclusive line to sell future footage. Uh, she tells him she needs crime creeping into the suburbs. Crime creeping into the suburbs. You know what else we're going to creep into? What? A break and learn about one of the other amazing podcasts that are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. We'll be right back. Hello, we are a podcasting couple. I'm Brad. And I'm Denise. And if you're into true crime, paranormal activities, Aliens, disappearances, or anything that's weird or unexplained, then let us assure you, you don't have to look any further. We have all that, plus much more. We release an episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. So join us at World's True Crime Podcast and download our episodes on all your major streaming platforms. And remember, the world is not always as it seems. No, it's not. And we're back to crime creeping into the suburbs. Uh, this is this is what she ne- she needs a victim, preferably well off. She knows what sells. She wants graphic violence from the right person, uh, and she Happening tells him to white people. Think of our newscast to capture the spirit of what we air as a screaming woman running down the street with her throat cut. Okay, and he is so stoked. This is a vibe that he is just he is all about. He hard. is linked up with it. Yeah, that was such an eloquent line. It reminded me of that scene <coughs> in um, in Dirty Harry, where it's like. If a guy's running around naked with a butcher knife, he ain't collecting for the Red Cross. Cool. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Just so ba- like, it was just a badass. Del- he's got, you know, no, no, you're right. He's got a license to be the creep he has always wanted to be. He needs some help, uh, and he hires Rick, who's a homeless person. Riz, Riz Ahmed. Ahmed, right? Oscar-nominated actor. And it's a, this is a fine opportunity for a lucky someone. The interview is typical for an autistic person, so. Uh, <laughs> He pays him thirty bucks a night. <clears throat> they arrive late. Where, where they where he interviewed him, 
is the same diner from Pulp from, Fiction from the Big Lebowski oh. and from Pulp Fiction. And from Pulp, I knew, I knew it. And from hopeful future pick when we eventually do David Lynch month, uh, Mulholland Drive. Ooh, there are so many boobs in that movie. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm so sorry, many when boobs. We eventually do David Lynch month, so you're getting two other people to replace Tammy and I, right? I don't know. I think Tammy could do um could. Do Dune eighty four to win. Oh, what about the Nicolas Cage now. movie that he did? Sorry, that did that come out of my oh, mouth? Keep going. Okay, so yeah, I, I will. I will opt out of a David Lynch. Yeah, so will I. They uh, they arrive late to the next scene because uh, Rick made a they mistake. They were all talking about David Lynch movies. Yep, sad man bun noises. Ugh. Uh, oh, I do like the man bun. The next crime scene. Lou sees an opportunity, so he enters a house adjacent to the crime scene and gets some footage. Through a bullet-ridden kitchen window of the cops interviewing some victims, Has and he also happened where he moves the guy in that the comes, car crash. That yet. comes later. That doesn't happen yet. Nope. Okay, okay. But we get like a foreshadowing because he doctors the crime scene because he moves the pictures oh, around this is the bullet, bullet this holes. Isn't, this isn't like the drug yeah. deal house. No. Oh, okay. There's there's, there's bullet holes in the refrigerator. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, he yeah, moves yeah. some of the pictures the so you can get a nice sweeping yeah, yeah. shot. Okay, it's gold. So it's gold, gold Jerry. It's gold. <laughs> he uh, he gets uh, the name of the victims from the from some mail in the kitchen, right? Junk mail. Uh, and he could sell this for sure, right? So he talks. Uh, he's talking to Nina, and a glimpse of his aspirations come out, right? So his Asperger's. Aspirations. Why you pers- He says, "Why you pursue something is equally as important as what you pursue." What do I love? What am I good at? He says what he loves is this job. He's good at filming carnage and destruction. People in their lowest moments. Well, Way to be, Papa. At the end of the movie, he likes to say, at the end of the movie, he says, I like to say, if you're seeing me, you're having the worst day of your life. And that was so amazing. I love that part. It's fucking He's like cold a, he's, he's a fucking blooded. used car salesman. Like, he's gross. And he's so disgusting in this movie. Yet I still want to have sex with him. So, cue. His bony ass body. Ugh. Montage, right? He gets uh, the most gruesome content: slayings, carjackings, toddler stabbings, savage dog attacks, people burned in their homes. Like really, the cream he, of the crop. And Good he puts shit. them, and he puts them all on his laptop, and he and he titles them just like that. He's like, "Toddler just got his head cut off." Yeah, they're all a matter of fact, right? Oh, it's like in that movie Barbarian, where you see all the sex tapes that the guy has, and it literally says like. Irish woman screams a lot, like all those like shoots things. load on left cheek. Ew! <laughs> all this success, and he gets himself <clears throat> a nice red Dodge Challenger. Meanwhile, he's still, a pretty sweet car. Meanwhile, he's still only paying Riz Ahmed thirty dollars a night. Look, that's this is a great opportunity for like a summer. Um, they arrive super early uh, to the next crash, and uh, Jake sees an opportunity. Uh, so in order to get the best shot, he drags a body closer to the wreckage. Yeah, he uh, fuck, right he, in front of a headlight. Yeah, he literally goes Stanley Kubrick and is like, "I'm gonna put it over here." Yeah, it's, yep. it's 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 disconcerting. It's about having the right lighting. So he looks like Jared Leto the most uh, right here. He's an absolute fucking creep the most. Yeah. Right here. God, thank um, God it wasn't Jared Leto. In this there, it's it's hard not to see the the similarities between when they're both this skinny. Like they're very they look similar, very much alike. Yeah, and too bad he didn't to fall off the Empire State Building. So. Uh, I mean, if only in this movie that Jake Gyllenhaal said it's Morbin time. So perfect movie, Chef's Kiss. Uh, 
he leaves as the cops and Bill Paxton show up. Bill is pissed, and Jake gets a check. So uh, he asks Nina out for Mexican food in Who a does? very Lou. Jake. Oh. Jake does ask Nina because he just won. You know, it's a really he just sold uh, some really good footage. Yeah, he's like, hey, and he do asks you like her this out place? to Mexican. Like, he How does very, he ask her out? Man? He was very insistent about. It. He's like, so this place here, this place is a really good place for Mexican food. I would like to go eat here. And then she's just like, well, that's great. But I don't, you know, I don't go out with people that I work with. He's like, well, technically I don't work with you. I am a contractor. Like anyway, they call this Mexican place the, you know, the the jewel of the Nile. He he does the dentist system. He's in it to win it. And she's not going to say no because of the implications. Because of the implications. Bill Paxton tries to hire uh, Jake and get him to own his own van. uh, But he tells him to go fuck himself. So later that night at dinner, uh, Jake is an absolute creep. Uh, he, we learn Nina is from Philly. He explains yes. uh, that crime is going Go down. Oh, Nina can be from Philly, but fuck, fuck the the pee, the Bradley Cooper. Fuck the the urinal pee guys. Who <clears throat> no one said Eagles. Bradley Cooper couldn't be from Philly. Okay, we, we this like, man we like did. Him. He said, "Why should I love Bradley Cooper just because he's from Philly? Because I'm not from Philly." Did you say that? No, I didn't say you that. You did so. No, he only I, likes women from Philly. Tina Fey, things like that. You know, Tina She's Fey is great. not from Philly. She's from Upper Darby. That's the burbs. So uh, he explains that crime is going down, so his footage is more valuable. The footage uh, will be needed during sweeps next month, and he which, wants to be physical with her, which she needs for because her contract is also coming. <clears throat> yeah. She, uh, she balks, uh, but then he reminds her that uh, she's on the lowest rated news show and that she hasn't stayed at any news station longer than two years. And she's fast approaching two years with this one. Manipulation. Burn. Manipulation. Yep. <laughs> it, he reminds her that her contract extension is determined uh, chiefly by next month's ratings. So she's like, friends don't force each other to fuck each other. And he's like, oh, but they do. A friend is a gift you give yourself. Does he actually say that? Yes, he does. Okay. That is so creepy <laughs> and gross. Yeah. He's like a mix of like Mr. Rogers quotes and then like Charles Pat- Manson. Like Patrick- I don't. So- Patrick. Ba- he is. He's Patrick Bateman. He is Patrick Bateman. Don't just look at it. Eat, Eat it. it. He's like that. I like love that saying bed. that to your which, kids. Which, by the way, has Jared Leto in it. I want you to know that Amelia <laughs> says it now. No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. Stop it. Yes, she does. She's She sets herself up to say it. She'll say, don't just look at it. Eat it. That's not true. Yes. You're lying. It's so I'm not. I've said, I've said it so much to those I kids. I think she says it to them when they're around. Because she knows that they think it's funny. <laughs> oh, my she God. She said it at school. No, she didn't. <laughs> yes, she did. She did? Yes, she did. Who told you that? She said it as we were walking past Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What All right. was she going to eat? <laughs> she was playing with a was, plastic donut. hope it wasn't what was in there. <laughs> Don't just stop it. It's not true. This I happened. I refuse to believe any of this garbage. <laughs> Matt. I don't know, man. This sounds no really bullshit. believable. This is fucking disgusting. Okay. No, no. Look at it. No. Plastic donut. Liter- no. Literally knowing Amelia, she fucking did it. My older brother used to work at a bar in San Diego, and it was like a super, it was called Bub's Dive Bar because, like, they didn't care about, like, clientele or anything when Jeff worked there. 
he's just put American Psycho on at like two o'clock in the afternoon and have it playing on all the all the TVs in the bar and just would repeat that scene of don't just look at me. <laughs> at two o'clock in the afternoon. But literally though, every oh every time ta- every time your kids like we're sitting there, it's the same thing that they always eat. And they're like, I don't want it. No, I'll just sit there and be like, don't just look at it. Eating. One day she's gonna see that movie, hopefully, because she has, she's gonna have good taste in movies, and be like, "Oh, that's where Uncle Matt gets it." Oh my <laughs> God, my Uncle Matt was a psychopath. I <laughs> love, I already. love it when that happens. When I watch an old movie and something my dad has said a fucking bunch just pops out, and I'm like, "Oh my God." Uh, the next scene, they are late again. Uh, Bill Paxton gloats. Uh, so the next day, Lou cuts the brake lines on Bill's news van. Keep Is saying. this just a? A, a Twister sequel? A sequel to Twister? Well, I mean, some retirement. He's about to fucking die. But Bill Paxton is just Carrie Ells' character. <laughs> or, or. 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 Or he's Simon getting his comeuppance. You remember? Because Bill. Oh, in True Lies. Quad Pro Quo alum gets his comeuppance in this movie. Okay. Just like, oh man. We just watched this one wreck. You should have seen the person in the car. It had an ass like a 12-year-old boy. And just, you know, tits that make you cream for buttermilk. You know what they say? The vet gets them wet. The vet gets them wet. And I can't wait until I get into a car crash and I'm putting traction. Oh, my God. Okay. And now I'm dead. Okay. That evening, they go to the scene of an accident where a van has crashed into a pole. And while Bill is being wheeled into a ambulance on a stretcher, he makes eye contact with Jake as he's holding a camera above his, it's so his body. so awful. Cold-blooded, man. The next uh, call they head to, they are super early. Uh, the bad guys are actually still in the house killing people. How did they get tipped off to this? They just randomly there were shots fired. By. They just randomly drove by. They heard shots fired they on the radio. Sh- yeah, they heard a shot. Oh, fired on the call. police. Oh, okay, a call but they went got out. there. But they were like right there, so they got there like right. Before. Right. And also, he has that souped up was charger this, now. Was this yeah. the uh, the house from Twin Cities? No, no, I don't think it was that. It wasn't that nice. <laughs> it wasn't that nice. It wasn't that nice. No one got plowed on the kitchen table. There was a lot of white carpet. <laughs> it wasn't white when. They, all right, never mind. So uh, Jake records them leaving and then heads into the house to get some close-ups of brutally murdered rich people, uh, and they get some. He gets some uh, great footage of the crime scene, and then he leaves before the police. When you say great footage, you mean completely illegal and tampering with evidence and. Can I say, the reason I think this movie is so disturbing is I feel like I'm watching a snuff film. I feel like I'm actually watching things happen. Like, when he goes into that house, I feel like I'm actually seeing dead people. Like it You makes, are. It, but they're not real. They're oh, act- oh, oh, oh. Like I feel like I are really seeing but, a dead yes, person. But, that's, I feel like I'm actually watching him go in. Like on true crime shows. And film dead people. That's and Gilroy. incredibly uncomfortable and creepy to me. Like That's a good director. I f- like, I feel like I'm, I, I feel like I'm watching, like, actual footage. And, and it's a great director. I just, it, oh, I hate the, the woman on the couch. Yeah, and then it is. And the, the, the crib. Oh, in the bed. Yeah. oh god, I hope that crib is empty. There's just mutilated corpses everywhere. But it just seems so real. Uh, so he takes uh, what he shot to the news Red station. Red before black. And Nina is the only one that thinks she can show it on TV. He wants 15 grand 
because he knows the bad guys got away and they will kill again and he'll and he'll get them uh and he wants to meet the team he wants to be introduced as a president of his company he wants uh he doesn't want to negotiate prices and the last thing he wants is nina to do the things he tells her to do when they're alone together in her apartment so, not okay. like the last time okay can you say this line can you say this this line again because I never understand this line. Hmm? He's telling her to do things and she's not doing them? Yes. That's how I, yeah, that's how I read that. What do you think he's telling her to do? Okay. He's insinuating that Ear he stuff. wants her to Ear. do things in their apartment. He, no, they're doing stuff. Right. So but he says, They're already I, doing stuff. He says, I want you to do this. And she says, no. So he says, I want you to like take a dump on my chest. And she says, no. No. What? He's like, I want to come in your ear. All right. And she enough. says no. He is, he is a Funko Pop yes. of Star-Lord, and he has taped it on the end of a Sawzall, and he wants to fuck her with it. What's a Sawzall? It's a, it's a reciprocating it's, saw. It's a it's a battery-powered it, saw. It moves, it moves well, things I like this. Well, I wouldn't do that either. That sounds <laughs> terrible. Yeah, way okay. to make him sound even more like Patrick Bateman. All I said was he wanted yeah. to jizz in her ear. I love how, how, how they slipped that line in there, too. Like not, not like the last not, time. If you're not paying attention, I, I remember, I think I saw the first time and I was like, oh, so they're fucking now? I actually, oh. no, I honestly think, I honestly think it's like aggressive ass play. Like he's like, I want to turn you over and fuck you in the ass. Or the other Hard. way around. Pegging. Oh. No, because I, no, I think Renee would be, I think Renee's character would be into that. Probably. So the whole yeah, powerless, no the whole powerlessness thing would be he puts her down oh, and I, dirt, dirt, dirt. oh so what you're saying uh, is that he just wants something vanilla and she wants to be chained and whipped and no no she wants vanilla if he's in control but he wants to do the chains and whips but he wants to be the dm he took the silicone protectors off the nipple clamps he's trying to hurt her okay yeah you gotta be careful he is patrick bateman yeah so not the movie that i watch (laughs) as you can imagine did she she get stuck on her bug beds too she Stop. Stop. Step producer. Okay. 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 So, uh, I am the film guy. I have the film. (laughs) I'm sorry. Just, (laughs) I was watching an Instagram reel and it was literally just, it was a clip from a porn, but like before the the sex happened. I can't. And like the thing over it said like, well, this took a left turn. So it was literally like a, I don't want to say incest porn, but like stepbrother, stepmother, step father so it's a girl and a guy and then her stepmother and she's like wait so you're not my stepmother so he's not my stepfather so i've been having sex with an old person who i'm not related to why (laughs) (laughs) and then it just cuts out see it's no longer in her head she can't you know in front of my salad (laughs) sorry (laughs) so what are you doing with your right hand over there oh lord in my pocket. Mm-hmm. There's a hole in the pocket too. The next day at the police station, uh, Jake, for uh, <laughs> Jake is there for obvious reasons. Uh, he then tracks down the bad guys um, from the other night to set them up and record it. Okay. Mean, right. But meanwhile, though, remember the the crazy twist though. Riz Ahmed is finally getting his, and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah. He gets up, like, and he hold on a second. Like, hold on. 
Oh, get, yeah, yeah, sorry, here, sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead. I apologize. Right here. Rick gets a little uppity in the car. It sounds it's, uh, right on the money, dude. So uh, It's like I'm looking at your screen right yeah. now. The, um, yes, he is. Or we saw the same movie. So they follow the bad guys to a restaurant. Bullets flying everywhere. <laughs> and he calls them into nine. Uh, he calls them into nine one one, and bullets flying everywhere. No, as soon as he hears uh, the call on the radio, they get out and record. Okay, so he tells Rick to go up the street a little bit, get another angle. The cops show up, and a shootout breaks out. Bullets flying everywhere. Everywhere. One of the bad guys dies. The other gets away wounded in an SUV. Bad, baddest guy. Uh, they give chase, Murderer spilling out guy. onto the highway. Uh, they record the entire thing. Poor Rick. Blowing through red lights. Lots of V8 noises. Uh, the lead cop car gets T-boned. Another cop car is overturned, and the bad guy crashes into it. Uh, Jake gets out to record and tells Rick to, uh, to come over and get his camera out. The bad guy is dead. So Rick approaches the overturned vehicle to record the bad guy who is not dead and gets shot by said bad guy. Oh, my God. Uh, it's very sad. Oh, it's terrible. Dude, when we watch it. I screamed again. I screamed. Yeah, yeah. Like, when we watch it at your house, I got super upset about that. It's so jarring. Because Rick. I do Rick, like the most innocent but person it's a, in the I mean, movie. he set him up. Yeah, he, he set, set him, him up, up completely. Especially, he knew that guy wasn't dead. Because yeah, he knew. especially since he was like, "I want more money." Hey, it's why a- don't you go check that out? It's okay, guy's dead. Here, here's the thing: D- uh, Jake can't jeopardize his company's success on to save an untrustworthy employee, and he says that to to him as he uh, relieves him of the camera and turns the light off and walks away. But he films him dying on Absolutely. the street. Well, yeah, it's footage. What, what was his name? Yeah, production? what's the name of his company? Oh, it's called... Um, Action on. News Now or something? Uh, it's called uh, Video Production News. VPN. VPN. Video Production News. But he's cold-blooded. So, by the way, the bad guy had already gotten out, uh, realized he's fucked, he sees the camera, turns around, confronts police, and uh, is riddled with bullets. Lots of blood, meat everywhere. So he heads to, uh, Jake heads to the station uh, to hand off the footage. And everyone knows his name. He's stoked. He's cool. He looks at the fucking Pat Sajak news anchor guy. He's it like, is a lot of this. He's yeah. like, hey. It's, it's a lot of handguns. He's like, it's Friday, right? Yep. I can tell by your tie. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Nina makes a face like she's going to have to let Jake fuck her with a dill pickle while wearing a rodeo clown outfit again. And the cops show up for even more obvious reasons. That's a specific kink. Uh, and Jake is arrested. Is that is why? He? Oh, it, he is. That's is, right. that, is that why you have so many dill pickles at your house, Daniel? <laughs> I do. You I notice the our two pickles. jars, but, uh, you know, in our pristine refrigerator, and, and they're left <laughs> and they're left for so long that they expire because you don't use them pickles in the bedroom. Don't expire. They're already pickled. Uh, no, no. Remember when you got some pickles? Remember I ate one and it tasted like... Because it basically dissolved into the brine and yeah. became like a f- flaccid... Yes. yes. I ate one, I ate a pickle from one of your pickle jars and it was... It was like three years expired. So that was when you guys... It, it tasted like Olivia Coleman's legs in The Favorite. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> but, did... <laughs> but did you die? No, I didn't. I'm still here. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely foul. Very descriptive. It basically became a butter pickle. And 
Ew, there is no there is no worse kind of pickle than a bread and butter pickle. Yeah, they're so gross. People who like those are garbage. They're they're not oh, pickles. pickles. And deserve to live on an island. Where you I can't fry chicken without Buffett pickles, music. so I'm glad we had the pickle hours. juice. So he gets arrested. He gets arrested. The cop knows exactly what happened, but she uh, she thinks everything he says is a lie. Uh, but they let him go because they can't prove anything. I love this cop. Jake this woman, has won. She's so good. He He's won. He walks out of and, there a free does, man. He does that part where he's like, yeah, if you see me, you're having the worst day of your life. I like to say that, yeah. That, so creepy. That woman plays a cop in another movie. I cannot think of what it is. But she plays a cop or like something like that in another movie. She's in season, season two, two of True Detective. True Detective as a police officer. Okay, so it wouldn't be that because I've never seen that. But... There, it, there's something she she's like a cop or like an investigator or something like that in another movie. So, uh, he, Lou, uh, Lou, Jake has won. He's expanding his company, uh, video He's got production two news vans now, and, and uh, multiple vans, multiple underpaid interns. Yeah. The cycle continues. Okay. All right. Chapter two. The tea of it all. The swift tea. The tea. tea. Ooh, the tea. The I swift like that. tea. You got it. You got it. All right. I love so. it. I consulted our Swizzards and uh, Julia and Steph. Steph. And they informed me that Jake is a scumbag piece of shit he that shattered T Swift's heart. That's right. I was told that Jake is responsible for her best song and that he stole her scarf. But the thing is, it was the sacred scarf of Tay Tay. This is what. The Swifties take the most issue with, okay? So Do he they, stole... Is this red scarf like the Swiftie Shroud of Turin? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, yeah. He stole not just her time and heart, but a scarf formerly worn by St. Rita, the patron saint of abused women. All right? They say that St. Rita would care for the wounds of battered women with this scarf, and it has been passed down generation by generation to wholesome yet impactful women. So it is essentially holy garb what? and is... And his keeping it is tantamount to heresy of the highest degree. I learned that Swifties have their own religion made up of several chapters, each with their own unique skills and powers. Uh, they seem to be both sensitive and fanatical in their faith to T-Swift. They so also, I would like to say... They also uh, like to throw car batteries into the ocean. And, <laughs> I was going to ask that. Uh, may Taylor's light guide you. Okay, at the end. Wow, you wow. Made, you made Jake sound even worse than Yay who will not be named. Who's oh ye? Yay who will not oh, be named. You mean Yay? Okay. Well, um, I mean, I'm gonna let you finish. Is that but, it? About the tag? Is that it? Is that it? That's all. The, that is all the swift tea that I have. All right. Well. So. Uh, what was her most successful song? I don't know. Okay. Don't do that to me. Way to do the research. Great. No. Shut up, assholes. <laughs> no, asshole. Now, because of this episode and because it's of the 10-minute one, because of you not doing the work, I'm going to I get... I did the work. No, oh, I am going no. to get like... I will look it up really quickly. Calm down. I am going to get like a three-page text so, response from well. Steph oh, about... Oh, that's right. All too well there. is... It, it was or, all too well. But also, well. apparently, we are never getting back together. Potentially, it's about... T- ever, uh, ever. Yeah. But All Too Well is the one that's 10 minutes. They made like a little mini movie about it. it had the girl from uh, Stranger Things in it. Um, Millie Bobby Brown. No, the other one. Mad the, Max? Mad Max, yeah. So, Allie, did you like it? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Do you pass it? Do you um, pass it? I find this movie incredibly disturbing. Yeah. But I also really enjoy it. I like I said, I remember when this came out and I remember there being like a lot of Oscar buzz around him. 
those lists that they put out when the Oscars come out and they're like the snubs this was a snub when he didn't get nominated for this they got nominated for a screenplay which absolutely should have but I really like Renee Russo in it and Riz Ahmed and it is super upsetting but also really really good necessarily evil good good shit pass pass awesome Tammy like Jake I again I also agree that it was very disturbing I don't favor this Jake Gyllenhaal version. I like maybe October Sky Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm surprised you oh didn't say you'd God. love Bubble Boy Jake Gyllenhaal. Is that the one where he said, I, I wish I can quit you? No, that's Brokeback Mountain. Oh, okay. No. I mean, I'll, I'll watch that any o- day of the week. October <laughs> Sky is the that's one the, where he's in the high yeah, school. The, the, the rocket ship. Yeah, it's, the just, rocket, it's, like it's a Disney the, Channel movie. Yeah, I like no, that movie. it was really good. It's the origin story of Homer Hickam, yes. NASA X. You just don't like it because you don't like NASA. Yes, that's the only reason I don't like that movie. <laughs> so, I love NASA. So that that's, I like that. Mulaney was fake. Jake Gyllenhaal version. No, it wasn't. Uh, better. He looks more healthy. Fucking Kubrick fanboys. More He's together. also like 18 years old in that movie. Fine. Okay. I like 18 year old Jake Gyllenhaal better. When that movie, Ooh. when that movie came out. Well, we didn't out, do that movie, Tammy. When that movie came out, she was like 14. So it's okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was very entertaining. It was very disturbing. And uh, I will pass it. Excellent. Matt. Excellent. Look, as I said before, I saw this movie the first time when I saw it and I really enjoyed it. I really like a movie where it depicts oh, the best part about Los Angeles, where it makes Los right. Angeles look like a gritty city and not some stylized thing about, you know, movies and romance. I really love Jake Gyllenhaal in it, where how he was just serious and succinct and great in it. And this is the back of Sir, not the front of Sir. <laughs> this is the back alley of exactly. Sir. The only, the only <laughs> negative that I did not like about this movie was the terrible depiction of Riz Ahmed and the stu- and the fact that we did not see the stuff in the bedroom that Renee Russo that Renee Russo would the not do. I want to know what the role play was like. You know what I mean? Like, but other what the that, characters were dill dill pickling. Dill but other than are that, soft. Um, I will pass this for eight hundred dollars and store credit. Spears, nice. They are soft. excellent. Dill Thank pickles you. are not soft. Well, the ones in my fridge like are. Like that's because you leave them in there for years. Yeah, they, they need kill to be somebody. firm if they're gonna no, have. They're, they're gonna be crispy. They're cut. They're no, cut up. well, they're cut up. I'm saying a, like a dill pickle that like is like a full size dill pickle. Like that hasn't been cut up. It's not a chode. Like the one you would get from <laughs> the, the barrel. Like the, the one you barrel? would get from the barrel that hasn't been cut. Ew, the ones that could. Are you talking been about girth? By other humans. Yes, those. <laughs> it's out. It's about diameter. Okay. It well, looks like bobbing for apples, doesn't it? The, the brine, the brine preserves it. What apples? Oh no, the, the brine, the brine. No, I've not, I haven't seen one in a long time. No. No. Oh, no. Ever since COVID. Well, that so, is a pass all around. Excellent. Nice. All work. right, we are going to vote. Well, hold on. You know what? First, I do have Julia's. I don't have Steph's, but I do have Julia's ranking. I have Steph's. You do? Okay. So Sweet. I have. I have Julia. Our, our very good friend, Julia. Hi, Julia. I have her rankings first of... Um, Would you call her a swizzard? She's a swizzard. She's a swizzard. So I have two rankings. Ranking of best songs written about the boyfriends. Oh, I only have best boyfriends. Oh, staff. I have two. So for songs written about the boyfriends, the best songs, the one about Jake, then about Joe, then about Harry, then about Tom. Now, if she's going by best boyfriends, she's going to go Harry, Joe... Tom, fuckwit, red. Yeah, okay, pick. whatever. So that's Julia's uh, pick. Matt, do you want to say what Steph's was? 
Again, I don't have songs, so maybe the next time those two run into each other, they will battle for Swifty dominance. Okay. Um, but I do have Best Boyfriend. It was uh, least... I'll, I'll go least to best. Sure. Jake yeah. Jake is the worst. Fuck him. She, like, literally, she sent me, like, five texts saying, she goes, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, she gets all red in the face. Um, like the scarf. Number three is... Joe because really? yeah because like Allie or like when you were talking about their dalliance or their romance Steph did not like how Taylor had to dim her light yep in that relationship like the light dimming don't like it Tom it it's Tom, yeah Tom's number two because it was just like eh, uh, in comparison it's to the but they, but they speak nicely about each other so I think that helps and then in comparison to the other ones and then she was like yeah Harry Harry's number one right. Harry Styles for best boyfriend yay yay all right well we are now going to rank the movies for our Swifty X's month from favorite to least favorite or best to worst however you want to do it so we have Crimson Peak, Dunkirk, The Favorite, and Nightcrawler. Who would like to go first? I will go first. Wondrous. Are you going best to worst or worst to best? Best movie first. Okay, go. Is The Favorite, and then Nightcrawler, okay. and then Dunkirk, and then that red movie. Okay. Matt? I will go least favorite to favorite. Okay. <laughs> I okay. will go... Crimson Peak is least favorite. I know. The favorite at number three. Nightcrawler is number two. Dunkirk is number one. Okay. All right. Do you want to go, Tammy, or you want me to go? I'm going to go favorite, number one. I'm going to do Dunkirk, number two. Nice. Crimson Peak, number three. The Nightcrawler, number four. Okay. Ooh, this is a really tough one. Now, you know, normally I rate my movies based off the predictability of me watching them again, but I'm not going to do that this month. So I actually am going to put my movie last. What? Yes. Even though if I went by my normal rating system of will I watch it again, it would probably be first. So I'll go, uh, I'm sorry, I'll go Crimson Peak 4. I'm going to go Nightcrawler 3. I'm going to go Dunkirk 2. And I'm going to go the favorite one. I fucking loved the favorite. I really do. I really do. All right, Tammy. Based off of your weird calculations, who won Swifty X's month? Me. The favorite. The oh. favorite was the favorite. It's your ghost. Congrats. It's your ghost. It's your ghost. And what came in second? Second was Don Kirk. Amazing. Third was Nightcrawler. And fourth, Crimson Peak. I mean, I got to say, I think we all picked really great movies. It was. I this is so. a strong month. This is a. This is a Come really, on. The, your three movies. Tough. I'm really removing mine because mine is literal garbage but your three movies it's really hard to pick because they're all so good if whoever picked the Hall movie if you had picked Bubble Boy you probably would have won them no all. you would not have because then I would have had to watch that and I've never seen it I hope you get dick cancer not. and it falls off in the toilet alright God. so uh, Allie me. quid pro quo well Guess what? I actually don't know. I think what is March, start, We're starting a new month. And, oh um, my God, I who, see it on the list. Who wants to say what the theme month Who's, for March is? Could it possibly be Allie Appreciation Month? It, I mean, I think it could be. And it's bigger than that. Allie is turning 40. 
Shut the fuck up. What are you doing to her right now? Would you like to change your vote for Swifty Month? Now I should have said how old you were now. She said it before. Yes, I am turning 40 in March, and March is my appreciation month. So you all will be tasked with picking a movie that you think I will enjoy. And I believe you're all picking a movie I haven't seen. And that's a toughie. The Green I'm Mile. I'm so torn. Oh, I don't God. know if I might change my thing. <laughs> I also would like to talk about how I am having a Bravo-themed 40th birthday party. I'm so excited for this. Do you this. think I should just randomly send an invitation to Andy Cohen? Yes. I think so, too. Who's that little British uh, DJ fella? DJ James you Kennedy. You want to get DJ James, James Is Kennedy? Is anybody doing DJ James Kennedy? Oh, you can be him if you want to. I'm going to be DJ. I'm just going to be a fucking asshole the whole night. Well, I'm going to get pasta from La Casa Pasta <laughs> for a party. To, I get You're going to be a real cocksucker. I get to threaten you to knock your spark out. You can curse and you can smoke lots of weed. Yes. Ha! <laughs> Sign right. me up. Because now on Sir or on Vanderpump Rules, everybody talks about how they smoke. Yeah. Like very openly. Yeah, they do. Wonderful. That was something ha- that I noticed about the season premiere. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess so. It's <laughs> Alley Appreciation Month for March, and um, I I go first, so I get to pick any movie. <laughs> Sorry, <What? laughs> I'm very excited. I'm so excited about I'm her. So mind. excited for you guys to watch this movie. So, because what are you inflicting like, on us? It looks I have, like a doozy. I have realized that I feel like my favorite like genre of movies is a fried green eighties heart like. 80s weird comedies that no one is. This is why I picked Feds for you, okay? It is so, Green Tomatoes. No, it's not Fried Green Tomatoes. So my movie came out in 1988, and it was directed by Neil Jordan, and it stars Peter O'Toole, Daryl Hannah, Steve Gutenberg, Beverly D'Angelo, a very young Liam Neeson. It's High Spirits. What the fuck is this? Exactly. Why do you choose so many movies with Daryl Hannah in them? I, I've never picked a movie with Daryl Hannah. And why is Liam Neeson in it? I mean, I did, I guess. You did. High Spirits is one of those movies you can watch on, like, the free, like, Freebie and Tubi. And, like, they're, it's on there. So, yeah, you can watch them with commercials on Freebie or Tubi. Is it about okay. horses? No. no it is takes it about place, Spirit, it, the horse? No, it's, it's, it's like a, it's, it's a funny ghost comedy set in Ireland. It's actually, um, you remember that movie, How High? It's a remake of that. <laughs> it's not. With Method Wait, Man and Red Man. can you scroll up on that? So, the picture says... He's an American. She's a ghost. Yeah. Vacation romances are always a hassle. (laughs) He's fucking ghosts. Come on. Um, He's a ghost fucker. I will say there is some ghost fucking. Uh, (laughs) Talk about some ectoplasmic goo. Dude, you guys don't even. You guys are going to. I I, I am actually confident that you are all going to like this movie. Yes, it is the silliest fucking movie in the world. You know, I've always wanted to plow a ghost. But it is fun. And Peter O'Toole. And Guido, it doesn't matter whether we watch it upstairs or downstairs. It's going to be fuzzy. Yeah, you're not going to get good picture quality on this, on this shit. Uh, I'd just like it to be known that I've already seen this. So why are you saying I'm going to be Because I feel like you don't remember how good it was. Jennifer Tilly's also in it. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Peter Gallagher with the eyebrows. I mean, this is just like prime 80s amazingness. You stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Well, we are at, <laughs> sorry. We are at Quad Pro Quo Pod across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we are part of the Deluxe Edition Network. You can learn more about us and the other amazing podcasts on the network at deluxeeditionnetwork.com. Featured podcasts for the month of February are 
talk nerdy to me. No, talk no. Friends, friends talking, talking nerdy. nerdy and films and fermentation. You can suggest a theme month on our social media or on our website. And please rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next month, thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.